This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. And welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll podcast. Check out this record. My name is Mark, and with me, as always, is the only man to give the void goosebumps. It's Frankie D. That's right, everyone. You got a void. I'll fill it and give it some goosebumps along the way. To check out this record, we're available uh, for your listening pleasures on <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever the finest of fine podcasts can be found. Heck, we're even on the tube of you. That's right. Now, new episodes, they drip to the drop directly to your ears. And of course, we like to rip what you hold sacred for your listening pleasures. That's right. So what is Check Out This Record? And how did you get into this bathtub? (laughs) Well, as far as the show goes, Frank and I uh, find records for each other to, you know, check out. But that's not all. Oh, No, no. We also have a wide array of musical discussions, like in our Spotlight series, where we'll dig into a band's catalog and see what comes out the other side. As far as the bathtub, I'm not really sure how you got there. Frank? (laughs) That's right. Or in our Versus series, we're going to pit two, sometimes three, albums against each other, and they're going to do it out for total stereo domination. That's right. Now, if social media is your Jimmy Jam, please be sure to check us out on the Instagram. Or the fart book. Uh, we've got a group thing majig uh, so that the musical roasting of Sacred Cows just never has to end. You can just go on there anytime you want uh, and talk about what shit you too is. It's totally fine. So go ahead and mark yourself safe from shitty music uh, by giving us a like and a follow or whatever it is you do when you're not betting on who will die next in your celebrity <laughs> headboard. Don't forget to pop over to the world-famous tube of you and me and watch us as me and Mark make silly faces and we try to put the show together and be sure to fire off bing, that old subscribe button. That's right. Okay. Uh, now that we've got all that out of the way, we're here to talk about Hot Water Music's 2022 release, Ooh. Feel the Void. Uh, we've chatted a bit about the band's background when we did the, the big old battle royale between Hot Water Music's Caution and Avails Over the James. Uh, now the whole Gangsville, uh, Florida gang returns, uh, Chuck, Chris, Jason, and George. However, they've brought with them a friend. Yeah. Uh, none other than Flatliner singer and guitarist Chris Cresswell. Uh, who joined the band in 2017, filling in for Chris Wallard, uh, who needed to take a break to focus on his health after the band released the album Light It Up. Cresswell did some touring with them uh, for the album, and then some more touring with them, some shows, some more touring, some more shows, uh, a little bit more touring. And when it came time to record this record, uh, they made sure to include him in the songwriting process, letting him not only contribute songs to the album, uh, but work on songs with Chuck and Chris Wallard um, that they brought to the process. Frank, do you know what time it is? Time for Cheese Whiz? Well, it's always time for Cheese Whiz, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm thinking it's time to feel oh, Void. Void. Ooh, man, almost. So let's do it. 
man and ways to make us feel good track one another breath yes uh, just a taste of feedback creeps in uh and chuck's gruff voice and guitar come in with these uh chunky junt junts and a few killer lyrics and hot water music uh does what it does best uh, a post hardcore punk groove uh chuck singing about uh depressions and the depths it can take a person uh to uh, and the the fight to keep it going uh tell me does uh, another breath have you down, down, down? <laughs> Dude, what an opening track. I mean, Reagan's yeah. voice shreds here, and that chorus offers what I feel might be some of the band's best work. Uh, such harmony in places you least expect it, and it's a heavy tune to start things off. Um, my cousin, who was a huge like metal fan, like heavy, heavy stuff from like current bands, found this actually to be right up his alley. So cool. Very cool. Track two, Killing Time, mm-hmm. uh, a big uh, anth- anthemic, anthemic, excuse me, number here, Frank, uh, complete with a clap part. Uh, Frank, the chorus here is really interesting. Break my silence. There's nothing left to hold. Down in the water, skin with blood and bone, round my patience and scream out all I own. I'm anxious, killing time. Ooh, kind of odd and clunky reading it off the page, but they really bring it home. Uh, you just killing time or are you here for it, Frank? I'm all here for it, man. Um, the minute that C sharp octave hits, you know, it, it it's going to key. It's a key going basically into the ignition and we're off to races on this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Waller doing the middle eight here. And the gang vocals, just incredible. Great song. And it's, it was one of the singles, too. So great. Mm-hmm. Track three, Newton Scraper. Man, uh, Jason Black is an absolute beast Oof. of a baseman. Uh, and he he's really on full display here. Uh, George Rebello keeping uh, the cleanest time in punk rock while he's at it. Uh, Chris Waller taking the lead vocal here. It's hard to pin down. You know, what this song is about, per se. Uh, and I love when a band can captivate me with a groove and lyrics that could mean, you know, a thousand different things. But, you know, he's really working on some heavy shit. Uh, and it's here for us to to make whatever heads or tails out of it we can and apply it to ourselves. A, a really killer track. Frank, yeah. your thoughts. Yeah, I love anytime we get a Wallard song. And after two Chuck tracks, the placement of this i think is is really perfect the groove and the overall feel make you think and know that like it, it it you think it's not heavy laden of a, of a song but it is that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say and unsure what it's about specifically like we talked about mark but i'll take a swing and throw it back to the personal struggles while it has been going through um and i absolutely love this track yeah well track four habitual we're back to chuck on the lead vocals here this one uh a single he dedicated to anyone who has or is struggling uh with cancer heavy stuff uh, saying uh quote when it comes to anyone having cancer we immediately think the worst of sadness and hardship what we don't think about enough is the triumph that some people find in overcoming it whether they die uh from it or not uh, end quote. Heavy content as they manage to turn a, a post-hardcore, almost arena rock number. Um, the sound here is huge. An- another anthem 
it feels like out of Chuck, we couldn't have seen coming. Frank, uh, a tough, tough subject for the average punk band to cover. How's Hot Water music do? I mean, listen, man, as someone who who lost a parent and many others uh, to this vile disease, uh, this song is the tribute to them. Not many punk bands or bands in general can capture this, uh, I I think, moment like the way they did. I I think the surface level uh, punk and other bands could never reach the depths of a song like this. I mean, I hope you die healing the habitual way of life in a body overthrown as the lyrics. I mean, what just an amazing set of lyrics. And Chuck lets you hear all those emotions. Um, Hot Water Music sings about real life, man. And this is it. And I love it. Yep. Uh, Track five, Collect Your Things and Run. Uh, The first release... Uh, first track released from the album, if, if my memory serves me, I, I am kind of going back and forth. I don't quite remember. Um, Chris Wallard takes the lead here, uh, but the entire band is really firing on all cylinders. More lyrics for you, Frank. Um, you're not the only one in your head. Don't lose track now. The right one must be fed. I'll tell you now. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. I know. Don't lose track of yourself. Say not me. Hell no. Uh, let me ask you, Frank. Collect your things and run. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell no. Hell yes, my friend. Um, if you're having a shitty day and cardio is an outlet of yours, play the song and play it really loud because it will make you feel absolutely amazing. Uh, Wallard again honed in on uh, is honed in on his personal struggles. It's like an artist who just went through a lot and, you know, kind of writes this gem on, on his canvas, so to speak. Uh, it's an anthem for all, regardless of traumatic youth or not, uh, an ideal for those 40 and up. <laughs> Track six, Heart Stay Full. Uh, this song uh, makes me want to learn how to play bass. Just flat out. I just, like, yeah, I just... Dude is so amazing. Uh, Chuck uses uh, a favorite motif of his, uh, the ocean and a a battered ship here to represent the path he's chosen for his life and how it affects uh, his most personal of relationships. Frank, uh, we've seen uh, a storm or two in our day. Do you believe in our battered hull? Oh yes, totally. And and you know one of one of the R's I try to live by is resiliency, and I love the battered mm. ship here as the subject, as it reminds me uh, as something I always say, right? The journey to the belly, you know, of the beast, and I love that so much. And it's songs like this that make us feel we could overcome all that's thrown at us. So, big yeah, definitely, up. definitely a song about resilience. Excellent, excellent connection there. Track seven, title track, uh, feel the void. Uh, Jason and George set the scene with a groove uh, that's waiting to explode. But in, in true hot water music style, they make you earn it by by putting that first verse right over the buildup and really, really building up to that change, really making you want it by the time it gets there. Uh, you can really feel the anxiousness uh, of the time we live in with a song like this and how darkness just creeps up behind you these days uh, and how you you have to be vigilant so you don't get swallowed up by it. Uh, Frank, uh, not like content here. Uh, how are you holding up and and what are your thoughts on the title track? I mean, again, Wallard does a great job of giving us a peek as to the struggle uh, on mm-hmm. the verses. Then Reagan comes speeding out of nowhere 
uh, to almost give us a different perspective on the same topic for the verses. You know, I heard there was some relation here. I heard Day Tripper the other day and, you know, Paul was on the verse and John came in on the chorus and it made me just think of this song because I was just trying to think of the first song that had that where you had someone different on the, ver- uh, the verse and then someone different on the chorus. So, it, and it's almost like two different songs, um, but they, they meet together in the middle. And I think it's a perfect title track to capture the void that, that was going on during this whole thing. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, track eight, Turn the Dial, uh, Chris Cresswell on lead vocal uh, and songwriting here. Uh, another post-punk, uh, post-hardcore, uh, kind of arena rock tune to me, Frank. The chorus on this one uh, is contagious as hell. The first few spins, it did seem slightly out of place with Cresswell's voice being so synonymous with the Flatliners. Um, but he really fits in well with Hot Water Music. Frank, uh, you turning the dial on me? Always. No, okay. no good. Uh, so this is actually the low point for me on the album, but that's not a diss because it is a cool song. It just yeah. it made me feel like I was listening to the Flatliners and not Hot Water Music. Uh, it's a different style of songwriting, um, but it's also probably one of the catchiest on the record, though. So, again, uh, it's not a bad track by any means. It, it's just it's hard to throw in there when uh, when you have all these other really cool songs and a history of Hot Water Music writing songs as they have. Yeah. yeah. Track nine, the weeds. The weeds. Uh, Frank, I love uh, that opening line. Waller just screams, "Shot down in the doorway." So cool. Uh, this is a great yeah. track to showcase how well uh, Wallard and Reagan uh, complement each other. Uh, Wallard on the verses and Reagan on the choruses. Frank, uh, do the weeds still have a long way to grow, or are, are they ready to go? I think ready to go. And another thing among many that hot water music does well is tracks like this that aren't as heavy hitting as others, but they're super catchy and melodic and they're still on the whole and they're still being mature. And when I said heavy hitting, I mean, sonically musically, um, but, but they're very catchy and they're melodic and they're very mature, uh, which again, has always been a thing that I loved about hot water music. So guess what? Another good tune. Right on the whole. Uh, <laughs> track 10 scratch on I couldn't let you get away with that uh, an early favorite uh, on the album for me uh, I think it's that that uh, Chuck Hay before the, the first verse that just pulls me in and never lets you go I, I love that old school kind of like a hay before the song starts it really gets your energy up uh, Endurance uh, is another major tenant of Hot Water Music and they do it justice here uh, with scratch on how does one album have so many like anti-anthem anthems, Frank? You know, it's the ability to focus in on what's going on, I think, in their lives and make it relatable. And again, not make it sonically surface level or corny. And and I think you put that all, you know, all in the recipes and you have the these guys who, who are living it and know also how to write good songs, right? And I think that's how we're for years constantly getting these anthems Mm -hmm. track 11 ride high uh some lyrics here for you uh for for some of us there's just one way to never quit and never say die frank uh chuck's really uh planting a flag here for believing in oneself because uh trouble is going to come and you need to be able to stand on your own ground 
uh, as he says, uh, fight when it's right. Mm. Talking uh, way more than than fisticuffs, if you know what I mean, brother. Uh, I feel like I'm getting uh, the greatest pep talk listening to this track. <laughs> what says you? You know, this will be the second time, and there's going to be one more that I mentioned the 40 year old thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not the last, but I cannot express how this really gets me at the age where I think many need it. Uh, it's a pep talk, uh, I think, from those who we should be listening to. So. Twelve, lock up. Lock up. Uh, okay, wait. This may be the first track that was released. Was it? Remember. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know it was. I got him confused. I, maybe I don't know. I was in a weird place. Um, <laughs> time is like a, a bullshit social construct, so I'm not really worried about it. Anyways, um, either way, it, it it was the the last track on the album, and they leaned way into the woes here. Um, and rock out just straight to the end. Uh, not one of my favorite tracks on the album, but I think that's just to do with how many killer tracks are here. Uh, Frank, would you be so kind as to to lock it up? Anytime, man. And oddly enough, it's actually one of, one of my favorites on the record. Uh, I just hear Wallard's pain here, uh, and it's so mm. real that it just enters my bones, and it makes me oh. uh, think of my own. Um, the, the chorus is a very typical chord structure, but damn it what this band does so good is that you can't even pick it out like it just they just do it so well um so it's such a good song uh would have almost been good as an opener too although i love the opener but i'm just saying uh, mm-hmm. to me it could have worked there um so yeah what a way to even close the album yeah i mean well dan frank that's that's <laughs> the whole album um would you give us your final thoughts uh on feel the void and should the folks at home check out this record no surprise, Mark, but uh, an album of the year contender, right? Uh, this album hit me at the perfect time in life as a 40-something-year-old, just trying to figure things out in life. Um, like everyone, I have voids. They're different, but I have them. And this album satisfies them and gives me hope and refocus as to why it matters to have obstacles and keep going. Uh, so many are such well-crafted anthems that I'm almost mad when I tell people about this album and they're like, Oh, I haven't listened to hot water music in years. I didn't know they were still making records. Um, you should uh, listen to all their newer records and uh, you'll, you'll be amazed. The downside to me is turn the dial, but in context, I, I like to hear other hot water music songs with Cresswell at the helm. And I'm anxious to see uh, how he grows in the role. So there could be mm-hmm. other tunes that sound more sonically like, you know, hot water music songs and not, flatliner songs with him on the vocals too which to me is fascinating so um another breath lock up wasting time feel the void newton some of my favorites with habitual being you know past that level uh and because it's such a personal song to me um i love how you could hear the camaraderie of the band because reagan really stepped in during this time um when one of his mates was having trouble and they also had the debuting of a new member of on vocals and the studio recording. Yeah. So Reagan really stepped up here. Um, this album gives me hope for modern rock and uh, I, and hope for longstanding bands to still crank out good records, uh, nine and a half out of 10. So. Very nice. 
Yeah. music feel the void uh, you know i'm with frank you know we'd be absolutely lying to you if we didn't say this was a front runner for album of the year for for either of us yeah it's jam-packed with uh arena worthy anthems uh that shatter the mold of what cliche anthems cling to which mm. i absolutely love it's personal it's got a timelessness about it yep. it feels motivational and honest Feel the void is easily one of hot water music's best albums not just of recent but of all their albums. I really think it's in that that top uh, three range for me, Frank. Uh, Reagan and Wallard are really at the top of their games, and Cresswell is holding his weight with them. Uh, my only uh, criticism is that I would have closed uh, with either the title track or Scratched On, maybe Ride High. Um, not that Lock Up isn't a, a cool tune, but I want a little bit more punch out of that closer. That said, put it on, crank it up, uh, and destroy the void. Uh, nine and a half out of ten for me as well. I fucking love this record. Um, check it the fuck out. Yeah. Destroy the void and avoid the noid from Domino's, right? Yo. <laughs> Man, I love talking about this record, Mark. Yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, Frank, what, what record are we talking about on next week's uh, sode? Wow. So this was a struggle for me because I came across a band that I, I said, go, oh, this would be a cool band to go ahead and dive into. But I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth some more about which album, though, to give you. Ooh. And it's always a toss uh-huh. up because I don't know if I'm giving the right album because it's new to me also. Um, right. So the album that I do give you, I encourage in your listens to check out the others, too. Um, and, you know, hopefully those will uh, kind of, uh, you know, make you, you know, make you like it, too. So uh, there's a band from the 90s. And they're called Seaweed. 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 Okay. On, uh, again, on Sub Pop Records. And, you know, of course, during that time in the 90s, they're going to get placed into grunge. But they're not a grunge band. You're going to find them to be a punk band uh, with post-hardcore roots. And the album I'm going to give you is 1995's Spanway. Uh, that's the Spanway. record. That's the record. Okay. Now, there was a couple other records I was I was looking at uh, as far as uh, giving to you uh, the two years prior. They released an album called Four, and then in 92, an album Week. Those are ones I would also suggest checking out, uh, but I settled on this album. So uh, it's a band from the Pacific Northwest, Seaweed. The album is Spanaway from 1995. That's what we'll be covering. Very cool. It's, uh, you ever had a seaweed salad? I have. And I, I like, I like seaweed salad. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not like regularly, like texturally, it's, it can be kind of funky, but like I like mixing one in there every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it at all. It, it, it's yeah. definitely good. And of course, it's some of the tastiest portions of sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Yes, sir. Well, listen, everyone, thank you for stopping by and listening. Remember, like, subscribe, rate, review. Be safe out there. Look at you listening all the way to the end of the episode. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Uh, We'll see you uh, next Friday. Uh, So until then, if you'd be so kind as to say it with me. Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, bye bye, Frankie. I'm going to miss you so much. Oh, buddy. Look at all that color you got being in the sun. Look at you. You're like a a tomato. You're like a tomato. Mediterranean, pal. (laughs) 